But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. It is our duty as Christians to long for the pure spiritual milk, which is the word that by it you may grow up into salvation. Be a part of this and join us as the servant of God, Prophet Francis Awotri, brings to you the word of God that lights your heart. Hallelujah. Tonight we did faith to move to our next level. I believe that you are ready with your communion. Tonight is a communion service. And I know God is going to turn everything for your good. Shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. Now, our monthly focus for the month of June is so winning. So winning. Shout, I'm a so winner. Shout, I'm a so winner. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we thank God. We thank Master Holy Spirit. We thank the name Jesus. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Do you have your Bible with you? Lift up your Bible and say this thing after me. Make this confession after me. Let me see your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. Is that your Bible? You didn't come with it. You came with your phone, but you left your Bible home. Mercy for you. Be proud holding the word of God. Be proud holding the word of God difference between you and the one who is not born again is you holding the Bible. Somebody will tell you it is not necessary. But I have a video to show you. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible is important. See, this is my Bible. It is the manual to my life. I will read it. I will apply it and I shall be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 15 the verse number 4. Luke 15, the verse number 4. He said, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? Amen. So this is a parable that was said by Jesus and was saying that if a sheep is missing, you have hundred of them and one of them is missing. He said, practically leave the 99 and go and look for the rest. In other words, when we come to church, your friend that you came with, the one that you came with, is not the lost one. The lost one is the one wandering outside. The one who is smoking and the one who doesn't know his left from his right. Now, this is what I, I, I want you to understand. So winning is not an advice. So winning is a command. So winning is not an advice. So winning is a command. And Sunday, those of you came to church, I was able to show you that if you are here and you are not ready to win souls, prepare to face judgment. The judgment of God awaits those who are not willing and those who are not prepared to win souls. Amen. So, so winning is a command. It's a command from our Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, he said we should leave the 99. Who is that 99? That is your close friend. The 99 is your best friend. That 99 is the one that you live in the same house with. Amen. Now, people have so many expectations. But their expectations are not being met. But yet, they want God to bless them. Yesterday, I was discussing something with some people in the car. Those of you went with me for so winning. I was discussing something. And I told them that there are so many people, when they are celebrating 
something in their life, they are expecting you to give them something. But when it gets to your turn, they are not willing to give you something. True or false? That is Ghana for you. But everybody is expecting something from God. God says the people who are lost, I am, I am in dying what expectation, expecting them to come. Why? Because the Bible said the prodigal son, the father was on the stairs looking and every day watching afar off to see the son come back home. God has assigned you and me to step out to go and win souls. We are supposed to win souls. Why? Because he created man in his own image and likeness. And he doesn't want any man to die or perish. Ladies and gentlemen, if God is expecting you to win a soul, then tonight I want you to understand that it is too late for you to say that I am not part of it. Why? Because you are here hearing the message yourself. So it is about time we need to step out to win souls for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus Christ our Lord has given us the new mandate and that mandate is to win souls. This is a special soul winning operation to win and to establish five souls in the church. Everybody is mandated to win five souls. Five souls. It can be your friend. It can be your loved one. It can be family members. All what you have to do is to win somebody to church. This week the pastors and some of the gentlemen, the Dashway boys have been coming around. We have been winning souls throughout the whole week. Last night, around 9 p.m., we were still preaching to people. Thursday, we were preaching to people. Why? Because we don't want people to perish. We don't want people to perish. So, soul winning is, is a special or a command, a mandate that God has given to us. Every church member is supposed to win five. I have won more than five. As I'm speaking to you, uh, 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 my team, those who are in my team, we have about 20 people right now in the church. About 20 people are sitting here. They were part of the soul winning this week. 20 people. How many have you won for yourself? You have not won even one. And you don't care. But you need something from God. You need a miracle from God. But you don't want to do anything for God. How can God bless you? Look at somebody and say, what do you want from God? Look at somebody and say, if the person is even up, look at the person and say, what do you want from God? What the person say? They say something. Then tell them, if you need something, then you, you better do something for God. Yeah, do something. Hallelujah. Amen. Some can do more. You can even bring more than five souls. As God has granted us the grace. But at least everybody should win five. Five. Five souls. Amen. Note that we are in the multitude era of the church. And every member must jump into this particular era. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 28. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 28. He said in a multitude of people is a king's honor. So when God sees crowd, he's excited. God wants to see crowd. He doesn't want us to come to church for us to see an empty chair. God is not happy to see an empty chair when we come to church. God wants to see crowd. Why? Because it brings honor to God. In a multitude of people, it's a king's word. Honor. Amen. This week you can hear the Ashantis signing, uh, sending a warning to a church and all those kind of stuff and the church members are also trying to apologize why because they have the crowd they have the crowd now there are other kings and chiefs in this Accra when they speak nobody hears them because they don't have the crowd to do that amen so in the in the multitude of the people is the king's word honor hallelujah so the more people come to church 
God gets excited. Why? Because it brings honor to him. And don't forget, the Bible said when you honor God, God will also honor you. Wow. On your day of wedding, he will honor you. The day you conceive, he will honor you. The day you need a football club to sign you. This evening, one of my sons in, in Belgium has signed his contract this evening. And I'm so excited. Amen. Everything was showing that it was impossible for him to sign a contract. But the Lord has done it. The Lord has done it. This evening, he was able to sign his contract. I have the pictures. During prayer session, I will try to send it so that you people will see him. Hallelujah. He has signed his contract. A footballer. He is a soul winner. He is a soul winner. He was directing people to church. He spoke to me on phone. He said, Papa, I have some four lesbians who are my friends. I want them to come to church. I want them, even though he's not in Ghana, he preached to people. They do Facebook live to preach to people and they direct them to churches. What are you waiting for? What are you? No wonder he has signed his contract. You are not doing anything for God, but yet you want God to do something for you. It is time to bring honor to our Father in heaven by winning souls into God's kingdom. Shout a big amen. amen. The multitude follow Jesus. So you have to understand that God is happy when he see the multitude. The church must bring multitudes into the church in these last days. Why? Because it is that honor that God wants. Matthew chapter 4 verse 25. Every Zoe member must set a target for him or herself. Five or more. Every Zoe member. It is not June alone. In fact, July, the rest of the weeks in July to the time we start the Higher Life Conference we are still going to do the soul winning. Amen. Forget that Sunday the place was packed. We still want people to stand on the street hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. The church has moved from growth to flow. Amen. We have moved from what? Growth to flow. Hallelujah. Some people are coming to church but they even have it at the back of their mind. I'm only a Sunday's, Sunday service member. I, I need to. They don't even understand it. Sunday church member. That's it. We come on Sundays. But you see, what to make them a born-again Christian, you see them in all the church activities, then you know that their heart is ready for God. Hallelujah. Their heart is ready for God. Matthew 4, 25. It's a great multitude followed him from Galilee. So, when we talk about multitudes, you, you need to understand that it brings honor to God. The Bible said the multitude followed him. So, Christ wants to see the multitude follow him Tonight, in our church, in this generation, he wants to see the multitude follow him. Amen. And look at this. You and I have been assigned to bring the multitudes. You and I have been assigned. It should be a burden on you. It should be a burden on you. Look at me. Do you know that if you have a boss and you think about the boss, you care about the boss, you do everything for the boss. Anytime you are doing something, you consider the boss, you put the boss on that right uh, path. The boss will give you anything that you want. Why? Because you are always on the verge to make him what? Happy. The same thing when you make God happy, he will also make you what? Happy. You don't call yourself happy whilst you don't make God what? Happy. Amen. It is time to win souls. Look at someone and say, it is time to win souls. We need the multitude. Come on, shout multitude, multitude. Hallelujah. Winning a soul is 1%, but following up is 99%. Winning a soul is 1%. Following up is 99%. We need to follow up. Immediately you bring the soul to church. You do follow up. You do the phone calls. 
Sometimes it will take you your life. Do it. You have to spend money. Do it. Tomorrow, I am going to get dresses for the footballers. Hallelujah. I'm just going to the boutique to get dresses for the footballers. We get them some trousers. So if you have something, you can do it to promote the kingdom. Somebody called me today. He said, Papa, I don't have dresses to come to church. I told him when he came, he should just talk to me. He said, I don't have dresses to come to church. Hallelujah. This is part of the soul winning agenda. This is part of the soul. So whatever that you are going to do for your soul to stay and to love God, you have to do it. Hallelujah. Why must I get involved in Operation 500? Why must I get involved in Operation 500? Hallelujah. Now this operation that we are going to do, we have only um, uh, 10 days to do this operation. Next week Sunday is our great invitation. We are fixing 500 chairs and some will be on the street. Even if it takes that some, some people will just sit on the wall to hear the word of God. They, they have to sit. Amen. We need a multitude in the church. Come on, shout the multitude. Hallelujah. So, tomorrow we are going to do radical evangelism. Monday, what we are going to do is that if you are Monday born, you join the, the prayer team and we will fire up. Pray for the lost in the community that God should empty the city into this church. So, it should be a city without walls. Hallelujah. Now, if you are a member of this church and you are here for miracle, you see, the greatest miracle is to uh, win a soul. When the Bible says when a soul repents, that is the greatest miracle. Am I communicating? And those of you who don't like soul winning, and maybe you, you are tired of hearing soul winning, prepare. This is going to be the language of the church. We are kingdom-minded. We are kingdom-minded. Because when you die right now, you, are, you, are, you have nothing to show. It is only the kingdom that will give you the passport and the visa to enter into heaven. Amen. So you see us enjoying here. When we get to heaven, we will enjoy. Why? Because we are kingdom minded. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As a youth, what are you supposed to be? It is not autofista, gallivanting around and be throwing your hands everywhere. Yo, man, yo, man. For what? What is your man? Hallelujah. My friend, you better win souls. He said, Remember your Lord thy God in the days of thy youth. So this is the best time for us to win souls. You see, the fathers, you see, the grandmother sitting there, she's over 80-something years. Have, she doesn't have much friends. She's always sitting at a strategic position. She doesn't move. But as youth, you have the time to walk around to visit your friends. Sometimes your girlfriend is even at Lashibi, and you move from Taifa here to Lashibi just to go and say hello to a girl. Hello, hello. You don't, you don't even have to do more. You just say, hi, angel. I came from Taifa to say hello. Goodbye. And you have paid a lot. But when it comes to soul winning, and some of you have raps. You know raps? Yeah. You can talk to a woman and the woman will melt. Hallelujah. Amen. This evening I said something. So mommy said, this one there, you have rubbed me too much. She prepared something in the house and I tasted it and I said, ah, this one, it is even better than the manna on the desert. <laughs> Sister was standing there, she was smiling. She was getting confused. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I see where they were wrapping me to my way there. Abroso. And I'm saying, yes, if you want it, we'll give it to you. Hallelujah. Some people have raps, but when it comes to soul winning, they say, I'm shy. I can't. You look at your best friend can never follow you to church. You cannot convince your best friend, your, your siblings, your own brother and sister. You cannot preach the gospel to them. What is wrong with you? Do you want them to go to hell? 
when we're coming, we saw a young boy. Those of you have been coming from this direction. You will see a young man's, uh, this thing, banner. Anytime I'm passing or sometimes when I'm going to preach, he will shout too much. Some of you, when I'm with you, it's at where the world that is. Anytime he sees me, he will shout too much and I'll respond to, that is the greetings of Zoe. Anytime you see a church, you shout too much and the person will respond too much. Amen. The too much testimony, I'll share them one of these days. So he had that too much. Anytime he sees me too much, you tell him to come to church, he'll give you excuses. Tell him to, they say he was going to wear something. Immediately he touched the thing with the plug. Brrr, he fell down. Now he was thinking that he needs to get money before he will serve God. He needs to get prepared before he get he will serve God. But you don't know when and how your master will call you. So today that you have the chance and the opportunity to serve him, you better do something before it is too late. For tomorrow is not in your hands. Tomorrow is in the hands of the Lord. We must win the loss at all costs for Jesus. Shout a big amen. amen. <coughs> so why must I get involved in Operation 500? Number one, Jesus was a soul winner, so I must be a soul winner. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. Jesus himself was a soul winner. He said, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was what? Lost. So Jesus, we are followers of Jesus, true or false? Mm? We are followers of Jesus. And this man came to seek for what? The lost. What are you waiting for? Ask somebody, what are you waiting for? When you ask somebody a question, a person that don't mind, you help kick the person. Amen? Ask the person, what are you waiting for? Maybe the person don't understand English. Translate it. Sebion Sapin. Amen. The master, we are following Jesus. He came to seek for the lost. Who are those? Those that you go to club with. Amen. Don't come and dash away people. They go and meet. Those are the people. The people that when you have money and you are going somewhere, they will follow, they will join the car, then you do convoy. All those people, you have to look for them. The one that you bought alcohol for. These are the lost. You call them your friend, but you cannot bring them to Jesus. You don't love them. Your love is fake. You are fakerian. Amen. Your love is what? And the past participle of the present is what? That's right. John 4 verse 3. When you go home, you read from verse 3 to 30. For the sake of my time. Give me 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15. He said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of, us, of all acceptance. That Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am what? So Christ came to save sinners. Oh man of God. Are you saying that the people in the church, they are not sinners? Yes. That's the reason why we are here. That's the reason why Christ says we should all come. We came here because we are sinners. I am a sinner. Oh, my good friend from uh, this day. So God will say, aren't you? We are all what? Sinners. I am a sinner. You are a sinner. This is the reason why Christ came. Now, some of you have to be very careful. You don't need to sound judgmental. Don't judge anybody when you see them in church. We need to learn how to separate sin from the sinner. God hates sin, but he doesn't hate the sinner. Why? Because he came because of what? The sinner. He didn't come because of the righteous. I am not righteous. I am trying to be what? Righteous. Now, the Bible said in Romans chapter 4, anyone who believes in God has become what? A righteous person. So, there are people in the church. They have not yet finished changing. They are still changing. But because they believe in God, they have become what? Righteous. So everybody here is a righteous person. Whether the person is this, that, that, we are all what? Righteous. Come on, shall righteous. Say, so you came to church, you saw a Rasta man, he's, he's a sinner. Are you okay? The Bible said, and Noah was a drunkard. He believed in God, but yet he was a righteous man. Are you getting it? Abraham had a wife. 
He slept with the house elf. Yet, the Bible said, and Abraham believed in God. It was accounted to him righteously. So you, you're a bad man, you're a bad boy, dash me, but you believe in God, you are what? A righteous man. Amen. Now, nobody will tell you to change. Hallelujah. Some people came here this week. They are winning souls. Nobody told them to come home. They themselves will come and say, Papa, where are you? Even I was not ready to win souls. They said, come, let's go. Let's go and win souls. That's show people, I feel they are from Okra. No man said to come. I said, He's a Rasta man. He's winning souls. You are a virgin. You are neat. You are nice. You are, but you, you are not doing the, you are doing, you are not doing God's will. Do you think God is going to bless you? and your virginity will sit there. Nobody will marry you. Never think that one makes you holy. If you don't do the will of the Father and somebody is doing the will of the Father, God will rather bless the person. Come on, shout out win a soul for Jesus. Shout out win a soul for Jesus. You have become pious. Sanctimonious piousity. You come to, you, you are a good, regular member. When you are coming, ushers will take your bag but you don't win souls. God has already rejected you. You are a disappointed Chinese. Sight of God, you have nothing to show. May God help you to be a soul winner, amen. Why? Because our master Jesus is a soul winner, and we are imitating Christ. We are imitating Christ, hallelujah. Number two, because the harvest is great, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. Why must I get involved in Operation 500? Because the harvest is great, the harvest is great. Look at people. When we get to Dominic, look at the number of boys on the park. They don't go to church. The harvest is great. The harvest is great. That is the reason everybody must get involved. God did not bring you here for any other assignment. Amen? Yeah. You know that when we say we are, if we close church and we say we are going for club, how many people will go? You will see the people who will join us. Tomorrow, we didn't give any invitation card. We can make announcements today that tomorrow we are breaking bread here. We have to and we are going to do Miliki Moro. Some people who are not in church, they will all show up. Why? Because we are coming to enjoy and enjoy. So that one, they will show up. But so winning, forget it. Amen? The harvest is great. He said, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. When he saw them, he was moved with what? Compassion. The man had compassion. So any born again Christian, you say you have accepted Jesus. You are a footballer. You say you have accepted Jesus. But you don't have compassion. You don't have compassion to bring people to Jesus. Your born again Christian is questionable. Your born again life is questionable. You must have the compassion. He said, look at them. They are like sheep without what? a shepherd and tonight God has mandated you as a shepherd to look for the sheep that is lost and bring that sheep back to Christ and that is what God is going to reward you and the Bible said he is going to give us crowns come on crowns tonight they are going to do the VGMA awards one of the church members is representing tonight hallelujah you will see people who will go there some will not even enter but they will stand outside Contesting for a crown. Best leading vocalist. Best fooling vocalist. Best jumping vocalist. Every, you will see the crowd there. In this crowd, they pay before they enter. This place, we don't pay before we enter. But it, it's, it is difficult for people to do what? To enter. That is the reason why on that day, God is going to ask questions. 
Why did you do this? Why did you do that? People are perishing. Why couldn't you help to save them? I pray for you tonight that we will have the heart to win souls. You have that. You'll be desperate when people are perishing. You will pull them to Christ and say, oh God, I want to do this because I saw you doing it and I have to do it myself. Hallelujah. Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. Give me the next verse. He said, then he said to his disciples, the harvest the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are what? Few. So this week, somebody brought his car. Anytime we are going, he'll bring his car. These are laborers in the vineyard. We had about two, three cars following us, parking the pastors. Let's go and preach. There are other this ladies who also came to join, going to win souls. We need more laborers. You be that girl who doesn't want to win souls for Jesus. Be that boy who doesn't want to win souls for Jesus. Listen to me. I have come to this world to make impact in life. I don't want to be a non-entity. I want to leave a legacy behind. A generation will come, they will ask, what did my uncle do? What did my auntie do? What did my brother do? What did my, what did my father do? And they will say that, oh, your brother, your uncle, they were not doing anything. We couldn't make any impact. Amen? May God help you. I say, may God help you. We have seen people who are in the political arena who die anyhow. Die anyhow. I've given you a soul winner cannot die anyhow. A soul winner can never die anyhow. Why? Because God has another eye for the soul winner. You see, he cannot get down from heaven to come and preach. So he's looking for people to preach on his behalf. On what you mean, see from preacher And when you do that, he gives you the resources. He gives you the resources. Hallelujah. Number three. The laborers are few. That is the reason why you need to join Operation 500. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. We saw in Matthew chapter 9 verse 37 that the laborers are what? Few. Give me Isaiah 8, 6. Is it 6, 8? 6, 8. Sorry. 6, 8. Say, also I heard a voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then, then I said, here am I. Send me. Now, tonight, this is a simple question. The laborers are few. Heaven needed people to come and win souls for him. And he said, who should I send? And who will go? Amen. Tonight, I'm putting the same question to you. Please, don't just raise your hand if you are not ready to win souls. Nobody is forcing you to raise your hand. Judgment is awaiting for all of us. He said, it is appointed unto man to die once. After death, there is judgment. That day when we get to heaven, it is not about marriage. It is not about boyfriend, girlfriend. That thing that they are fighting over it. It is not about those things. That day, God is going to ask, how many souls did you win? And that day, he said, I was touching computer. He said, look, I have so many people who can touch computer. He said, what did you do for me? My heart beat was souls that are perishing. Hey, on bad time, Ben and Eba. Eh? The bridge in a car, when I'm not car, but I'm not car, I'm break. Then the party, hey, 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 I woke. Sister, yeah, what's your way? Eh? Who bet you me? I'm sorry, I didn't know what you're saying. No, dim rica. She said, I'm betting, pay, pay, pay. I'm not going to say, I'm not The whole world, I'm not the richest woman. Now, God has created man in his own image. Some people are dying. People are perishing. We went to Sahara, Adabraka, Sahara, to go and preach with Apostle Kojo Boatimben. We went to the, 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 some, some holes they have there. Whilst we were preaching to them, we'll be the time for Apostle, I cannot, you see, he has been watching us. I cannot mention his name and lie with it. We'll be the time to change this. Whilst we were preaching, what the other not to, and the guy was, the guy was shaking. Pastor, I remember I saw the one. 
Where I am, I'm suffering. Please help me. Help me. These people are in bondage. They are in bondage. People are dying. Do you know the number of people who die every two weeks? Thousands of people are dying every two weeks. And God is expecting to preach. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And you say you don't have time. Hey, so I'm going to ask you. Say, also, I heard a voice of the Lord say, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Who will go? Who will go? Don't raise your hand. Even if you don't understand the question, don't, because I'll ask you why you raise your hand. He said, Who will go and win souls for me? Who is ready to preach? You are going to preach to somebody and say, Win. I want to win you for Christ. Who is ready? Let me see by hand. You are ready? Those of you are not ready. May the Holy Spirit help you. Because whether you go or you don't go, one day you will die. And God will judge you. Amen. I don't want to be part of those who go to hell. Amen. We preach. Come on, shall preach. Don't be shy. Amen. Number four. <coughs> Why should I get involved in operation 500? Because of the great commission. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. Because of the great commission. Because of the great commission. He said, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is an assignment. So go into the world. Everybody here, go into the world and preach the gospel to every world. Creature. That's what the Bible said. Great commission. Amen. We have to preach to every creature. I believe that the translation there is trying to say that every race all the human race on the surface of this earth, we have to preach to them, preach to the Chinese, Portuguese, Brazilians, Costa Ricans, Inzimans, the Aigbeis, the Hauses. Preach to every human race that you come across. That is the great commission. Amen. Somebody said, I don't know how to preach. I'm going to show you when you go, what you are supposed to say. What you are going to say is very simple. When you go, just prepare for it and say it. Have you been to school before? How many of you have been to school before? Or you are still in school? Let me see my hand. You have been to school before. Please, respect God. Raise your hand. If you have not been to school before, put your hand down. No problem. How many of you have been to school before? Right. Do you know what you call copy, copy? Eh? Or even if your teacher writes on the board, say, write, copy this in your notebook. You see, you copy the same thing. Whatever the teacher wrote, you are able to get it. Now, let's put that one aside. Sometimes your friend will be writing mathematics. He'll be doing calculation. Do you know calculus? How many of you know calculus? If you know calculus, let me see by hand. Amen. When you put all the calculations together and your, your, your friend is doing all the calculations and you're able to watch and your friend gets eight answer and you to get eight answer and your friend gets 100% and you also get 100%. You have been able to copy your friend and you have been able to achieve what you want. True or false? It's the same thing. So you don't need to be a pastor before you win souls. Just copy what I am going to tell you. Copy it when you go. Say it as I'm telling you. So, behind the flyer, the flyer that we give to you to go and share, when you take the flyer, the whole apport is at the back there. Just look at the flyer and tell the person, Jesus says he loves you. Jesus says he will heal you. Jesus says he will deliver you. Immediately you say all those things to them. You are preaching. You are already a pastor. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, I'm giving you the last point. Then, I will show you what to say when you go. What to say when you go. Hallelujah. So let me give you the number five. Why should I get involved in Operation 500? Because the gospel must go global before the end comes. Before the end of the world, the gospel must go global. Matthew 24 verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then 
and then the end will do what? Will come. So the whole world and now as I'm speaking to you the whole world everybody has heard the word of God through internet everybody has heard of Jesus he said now the end is going to come every corner every corner one day I was I was walking through the mall in Canada and me and my brother-in-law we met a gentleman who was selling something we were you know having a dialogue whilst we were and he said we told him we are from Ghana he said which part the world is Ghana. Amen? Yeah. He knows that blacks are Africans. So they call every black man African. Eh? Those of you who have traveled before, please let me go to the Germans. It looks as if the local people are here. Those of you who have traveled, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you. The localities. So listen, we told him we are from Ghana. He said, where? Ghana. But meanwhile, you are here, you are proud that your name is on the map. Some people don't even know you. One day I was going through the globe and I saw a, is it a, a, a town in Brazil called Tampico. And Tampico is in Ghana. We are drinking a whole town and we don't know. Amen. So you see, every corner must hear the word of God. And even in Ghana here, Apostle Kojobempa had wanted to take us to one place like that. That day, I don't know whether it was escape or what. I don't know. Something happened. I couldn't go. We have to cross river, sit on motorbike. There is no light. They don't know Jesus in Ghana here. They don't know Jesus somewhere in a front place. But you, you have gotten the privilege. You don't have light. You have everything to your disposal. Internet, everything. You not preach the gospel with it. You can't preach with it. May God help us to start winning souls for Jesus. Let it be our heartbeat. The Bible said the man was moved with compassion. Tomorrow, Saturday, is so winning day. Not this week to next week. Nobody's resting. The next Saturday, everybody, even the, everybody will rest. But this week, we are going to work hard. Monday to Friday, we are winning souls. If I starting from tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday after church, in the afternoon, we will step out to win souls. Listen, on Sunday, any house in this area, except one house, any house in this, <laughs> any house in this area, all what we have to do is to knock at the gate. Good afternoon. We are inviting you to church. If they go to church, leave them. We are looking for people who don't go to church. People who say that they, they don't know that God does even what? Exist. We want to preach. I want to preach with Peter. A man says, which God are we talking about? He's, he's in this world. He doesn't know. The Bible said that person is a fool. It is only a fool who says there is no God. You sleep and you wake up. Nothing wakes you up. You are not afraid. Say there is no God. You created yourself. Amen. May God help us to win souls. Come on, shall soul winning. Amen. Yeah. <coughs> that is number five, right? So, we have to preach the gospel before the end comes. Hallelujah. Now, what do you say when you go for soul winning? John 3.16. <coughs> John 3.16. Look at somebody shouting, Unapu. John 3.16 says, Unapu, Mahama. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. This is what, when you go this, what you are going to say? You see, one thing is that my first time going to preach, I thought I have to say something extraordinary. But you don't need to say anything special because when you get there, the Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. It will just drop on your lips and you'll be saying it. You'll even be surprised. That, ah, am I the one preaching? Oh my God. You'll be surprised. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have what? Everlasting for God so did what? Love the world. He gave what? 
His only begotten what? Son. He said, whosoever believeth in him should not do what? Perish. But have what? Everlasting life. Wow. Wow. This is what you are going to say. All what they need to do is to believe. Tell them about Jesus. Immediately they believe. They have what? Everlasting life. You hear some Amen. So when you go, you tell them Jesus died to save you. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. Jesus died to save you. Amen. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seal. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and what? Nation. So this man died to redeem us from the. So when we come to church, there is nothing like a Nigerian, a Senegalese, a Ghanaian, uh, an Ewe, an Enzima, and uh, uh, whatever. Wherever you are coming from, the Bible said we have been redeemed by the blood that was shed on the cross. So tell them that Christ died to save you. We have become one in Christ Jesus. We have become one people in Christ Jesus. No matter how you are, Christ died to save you. When you go tell them that, Christ died to save you. Sometimes you don't have the quotation. Check the flyer. It is behind the flyer. It says, Jesus died to save you. Jesus Christ, we saw by Joe Nkwan. Ask you how. He said, once upon a time, a man called Jesus, he came from above, conceived by a virgin Mary, grew in the might and in the wisdom of God. And the Bible said, after preaching the gospel for 33 years, he was betrayed, hung on the cross. And when he died, the blood that poured out, that blood gave us redemption. That blood saved our life. So all what you have to do, you cannot die. You cannot save your soul. But if you believe in Jesus, if you believe that there is a man called Jesus, even if you are sitting here, you are today is your first time. All what you have to do is to believe in Jesus. You become a born again Christian. He saves you. Amen. Amen. So when we go, this is the first thing that you need to tell them. Jesus died to save you. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. Matthew chapter 18 verse 17. He died to heal you. Jesus died to heal you. Jesus died to heal you. Now, everybody talks about doctors. You see, doctors, God created doctors for a system. Okay? God created doctors for a system. Now, there are certain sickness that are very demonic. That doctors cannot even do anything to it. There is something called leukemia, cancer of the blood. Doctors cannot do anything to it. Immediately, your blood becomes cancerous. No doctor can help you. It makes you anemic. It starts to your cancer be a tomogem. And on obos and all shrink it. You shrink and your skin will just cleave to your bone and you have nothing to show. These are sickness that doctors will tell you you have seven days to die, you have five days to die. But Jesus said, Anyone who believes in him, you are healed forever. That chronic disease, that sickness that has been with you for a long time. Tonight, even as you believe in Jesus, he said he has healed you. He has what? healed you. So when we go, we need to preach to them and tell them, hey, your healing is in Christ Jesus. All what you have to do is to believe. Just believe. Am I helping you? His name is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. I came to die. That's what he said. For us, you and me, we are saved. Amen. There are family sickness, family diseases, sickness that cannot go. Dump and death, blindness, stroke, 
All manner of sickness. He said, when you believe in him, you are healed. You are what? Healed. Number three, he died to prosper you. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. He died to prosper you. Our prosperity is in Christ Jesus, O man of God. So everybody who comes to church, is that person prosperous? Oh, listen to this. Give me that scripture. He said, I wish above all things that your soul will prosper. Your soul will prosper. Prosperity goes beyond money. For you to sleep and wake up alone is just what? Prosperity. People wake up and they cry. People wake up and their strength goes down. But he said, he came to give us prosperity. Prosperity. Amen. Tell John 1, 2. He said, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. So, when you come to Christ, in all things we are going to do what? Prosper. And be in what? In health. In health. Then he said, just as your soul does what? Prospers. What is your soul? Your soul is the will, the intellect, and your emotions. If you have emotional detachment, emotional problem, he said you are healed. Hallelujah. Amen. Your will, you use your will to do things that you are not ready for. Paul said, Papa, me person, me to me, me to me, Immediately, you're so prosperous. You begin to stop certain things. You begin to change from certain attitude. And you tell yourself, enough is enough. I want to be free from despair. I want to be free from that sickness and disease. Tonight, he said, I wish above all things that you will prosper. You will do what? You will prosper and be in good health. Amen. So when we go to church or when we step out to win souls, tell them that God is going to prosper you. Amen. I come from a poor background. I was a footballer. We have gathered crowd. Have you played football that after, after the game, people want to take picture with you before? I am the one. Amen. My family was very poor. We used to eat cassava, the fried one. Cassava chips. At that time, there was nothing like cassava chips. Then my mother would say, we should drink the water. And do you know how we get our water? There was no water in Taifa. So sometimes you have to carry your bucket and walk about half a mile to get water. So when it rained, we would have to come out and bring our bucket to fetch the water and put it. Then when the, the dust and everything, the water settles down, we fetch it and we drink it. And sometimes mommy will put kerosene in the water so that the water, the this uh, parasite or whatever, gems and all whatever, they will not come into the water and will drink the water. But today, I don't remember the last time, I took even pure water. Am I communicating? When you come to Christ, he will change your story for good. So let us step out and tell them, Jesus will prosper your life. No man has the power to bless you. No man have the capacity to bless you. The only one who can help us is Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So let us read 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. He said, for you know that you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake, sake, sir, he became poor. That you, through his poverty, might become what? Rich. So, Jesus has taken away our poverty. That is the reason why you have to believe. Listen, poverty is a mentality. If you think you are poor, you are poor. If you think you are rich, you are rich. Never think that you are poor. Poverty 
It's a mentality. Am I communicating? Now, just believe that Christ has taken away our poverty and he has given us what? Riches. The man was rich. He said, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. So he came to die and he took the garment of poverty away and he gave us the garment of riches. Beloved, as you have come to Christ, I came to tell you that God has given us riches. God has prospered us. All what you have to do is to believe in Jesus. When you step out, tell them that God will prosper your life. Hallelujah. Amen. The fourth one, tell them that God died to deliver you. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. God died or Jesus died to deliver you. Jesus died to deliver you. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. So people who are brokenhearted, when you go, you tell them about Jesus. They are out there. Some of them are drinking uh, other medicine to die. They want to collapse. People are killing themselves. But listen to me. You have been sent as an ambassador of Jesus. As a son and a daughter of Jesus. To go and preach to them and win them. Hallelujah. He said to proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set liberty to those who are what? Oppressed. So anybody in oppression. God has sent us to go and preach the gospel to them. A soul is a soul. Sometimes people come to church and they see people with slippers. They despise them. The destiny of any man is never written on their forehead. Never despise people. Bible says some have entertained angels without knowing them. Never judge a book by its cover. Sometimes when you are getting a sardine from a shop, the things that they've written on the sardine, sometimes it has faded. But the content of the sardine has never faded. <coughs> never see somebody with slippers or any other dress and despise the person. For that person has something in him or her that one day you will need. May God help you to treat all men equal. For every soul is important to God. Every soul is important to <laughs> Amen. People always say hi to people who dress nicely in church. If somebody at Park Range Rover, a girl will find every means to say hello. And sometimes, they will not even go closer or something. They will just pass by the guy. Hi, thank you for coming to church. Why? Because you want to win the attention. But somebody has one slippers. That person who came is broken hearted. Today, whilst I was doing the course, I, I identified myself to someone. And I told them, I am your pastor, Prophet Francis. Immediately, I told them, I am your pastor. Then the guy, one of the guys said, when I come to church, he said, I told him after church, you should just come to me. I'll give him a friend in the church. I can also be his friend. People are in need. When you see them sitting down like this, you don't know. They are in need. Just say hello to them after church. There is somebody sitting down. Immediately after church, when you see them going, just find every means. Get out from your seat. Get out. Don't be talking to that friend you have come to make in the church. Leave the 99. Go and look for the one that is going out. And say hello. God bless you. And sometimes, can you imagine a gentleman without shoes? He's not on tie. Nothing. After church, he said, can I take a picture with you? And the way you look beautiful, you look handsome. You take a picture with somebody who have low self-esteem and show it to the person. Sometimes the person doesn't need anything. Just a smile will help the person to believe in Jesus. Be nice. Be nice. After church, be nice. Divide that way into seven groups and let everybody walk and try to be nice. God bless you. Thank you for coming. God bless you. Thank you for coming. I will see you tomorrow. God bless you. Um, okay. 
God bless you. You took a picture. You just watched the size of the dress. You said, Papa, I want to get a shirt for this young girl, a shirt for this young boy. I want to get a shoe for him. God in heaven will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Don't give it to the people who just come and be telling you stories. Charlie, what's up? Me. They are here for profit. They don't think about the people who are. Am I, am I communicating? Yeah, some people will take 50, 10, 50, 10. Then they put it together. Before they leave here, they are rich. They have almost 500 Ghana. They say, ah, the sales is good. When are we having service again? Then the person will calculate. Pa, pa, pa. Next week, Sunday. Amen. Somebody has been monitoring to go and stand at the junction and he take 1,000 Ghana cities. Amen. May God help us. And the last one, when you go, tell them, Jesus died to take us to heaven. Now, we are not going to heaven right now, but one day we will surely go. This is not our home. Everybody here is on transit. Those of you think you are Magajia or you are boss here, champion, please, we are going. One day we will all appear before the judgment seat. In fact, if nobody kills you, you will die yourself. We are all going. Have you been hearing the story of 1974? Their time, they thought that they were okay. 1775, they thought they were okay. But some way, somehow, they are gone. Some way, somehow, they are what? 1744. You know those dates? They used to use wood, eat rice. When they used to do a fork now? Oh, no. He was not in that generation. Amen? Yeah, we came to meet wooden fork. That time we say Talia. And today, everything has changed. I know they are going to provide a mechanism that when you put the machine on your shoulders, you are satisfied. But things are changing these days. Amen? John 14, verse 2. John 14, verse 2. In my father's house are many mansions. So when we get to heaven, we are just going to ride on mansions. My brothers, this is not going to be like landlord is coming to disturb you. Hey, my friend, if you don't take time, I walk you out of this house. If you don't let the workers come and work, I walk you out. Oh, my friend, I'm going to my father's house. <clears throat> not now, but one day I'll be in that mansion. So the reason why Jesus has not come for you yet your mansion is not yet completed. They are still working on your mansion. I'm talking about the soul winners. I read it to you on Sunday. Those winning souls, God is preparing a place for you. If you don't bring people to church, if you are not winning souls, you are not part of it. Oh. Every soul winner is on God's payroll. Give me the scripture. They were not here on Sunday. Give it to me. So that those who like money, they should start winning souls and get more money. It is not a, a one-day job. It, it has to be a lifestyle. You don't go to work only on one day and say, oh, boss, Echo Bank pick you at work. You went to work for one week. Say, manager, pay me, oh, pay me. doesn't work like that. You work for one month. And sometimes they even tell you it is probation. So it has to be a lifestyle. He said, and he who reaps receives wages. When you read the background of this scripture, it's talking about souls. You receive wages and gathers fruit for eternal what? Life. So when we say wages, Eternal life is connected to what? Wages. What is wages? Money that you receive every week. Every week when you win souls, God gives you pocket money. That's it. That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. Wow. Wow. Did you say wow? Every week. When Vanessa came, she had 2,000 Ghana cities. Peter came. Peter had 1,000 Ghana cities. Um, Melvina had thousand Ghana cities. People were giving testimonies. Immediately you start coming. That thing comes. You don't win souls. You want God to give you money. How? Every soul winner is on God's word. Amen. 
Now, the message of Jesus is to say that Jesus loves all. So tomorrow we are going out there. Even if you don't come here at 4 o'clock, tomorrow we are gathering here by 4 o'clock. In fact, we have to gather here by 3. Four the, we are already going. So everybody should be here before 4 o'clock. Later by 3.30 you are here. We divide ourselves. We step out. But I need people who can volunteer tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I want us to go to some of the gym, and especially the ladies, the gym and the football park. You go with the invitation card tomorrow morning. And don't tell me when you come in the morning, you not come in the evening. Please, if you can do, if you want to do that, don't try. Stay there. I'll do it myself. Uh, we want people who can do it in the morning and evening. You give somebody the invitation card. Everybody took five of the invitation cards to preach to people. Billboard or something. Amen. Give people the invitation card that Jesus loves you and we are inviting you to church. Amen. We stepped out there. We went to preach to footballers. Hallelujah. We went to preach to who? Footballers. So this week you see us jumping from one football park to one football. Somebody saw me buying something at the marble match. He said, hey, Kochi. I said, ah. I said, why are you calling me Kochi? He said, I've been seeing you on parks preaching every Because I preach on the park, now I'm what? Kochi. Amen. May you have a title once you are winning souls for Jesus. God bless you. He keep you. Operation 500. We have 10 days more to go. We are winning 500 souls. Sunday, apostle counted and even cut some people out. He said, because they came late, he didn't add them. So you could see that we were almost 220. The room was packed. Now we are moving from 200 to 500. We need 500 souls. And Operation 500 has started already. People are already winning souls. Amen. Be part of the soul winning agenda and God is going to do what? God is going to bless you. Amen. Have you seen a footballer on the park playing before? Call him for me. They are not even listening to me. A footballer playing football. Then he moved from the park. He goes and stands on the talking to supporters. Me, myself, next week, I want to go and buy one chain. Have you seen some before? Concentrate. Amen. Stand to your feet. I thought you were going to clap. <coughs> now, listen to this. We must understand that decorating God's kingdom with souls makes you a rainbow in the Lord. Amen. You become a rainbow Christian. And your destiny becomes what? Colorful. Let me come again. We must understand that decorating God's kingdom with souls makes you a rainbow Christian. Your destiny becomes what? Colorful. Hallelujah. You have to step out there to win souls for Jesus. Amen. So tonight, we are going to do one thing and one thing after interceding for, we'll take one prayer topic for souls. That God should save our family members Save our friends. You have been assigned to do that. So we pray for them, we preach to them, and we bring them to church. Bring them to what? Church. Amen? Yeah. There is a lady in the church. This is how I want that lady. She saw me and she said, you look handsome. I said, wow, you look beautiful. Then we spoke, and I invited her to church. She never knew I was the pastor. She was sitting down. All what she saw was that somebody was climbing the podium. I said, so you are a pastor. At that time, we are not having all these pictures. He said, so you are a pastor. I said, yes. You, if somebody says you are handsome, no. You go and cut the person. Panya, panya, panya. Why? Hmm? A gentleman told you you are beautiful. No. You just jump. Konyo, konyo, konyo. Amen. Be a soul winner. Immediately somebody said, you are beautiful. He said, mm. That's a meat for Jesus. Brother, come to church. Sister, follow me to church. Sometimes you don't need to even tell them you are 
taking them to church. Tell them, tonight I want us to go somewhere. Send them a text. Somewhere and nice, refreshing. Just pick the Uber, the person sitting inside. No, when you sit at the back of the the person will definitely hold your hand. Just relax. Let the person hold your hand. Try to massage. Whether male or female, they know. Anybody who wants to do evil, that person will do that. Try to hold you. Then you just say, close your eyes. When you are getting, say, close your eyes. I have a shot. The person will try to do it. Driver, back here. Let's enter this hotel. After church, we can go anywhere. But follow me to church. Before the person, the person will leave here, that person will even say that, ah, tried. You've done well. No woman has done that to me before. And sometimes they will even change their mind. I don't know. Yeah, there are some people, whether I like it or not, they will come to church, they will not change their mind. All what they want there. But whilst you are standing, they say, God, help them. Help them. Lift up your hands. I strongly believe you've been blessed and your spirit has been stirred up by this powerful message. Kindly share this message to a dear one. God richly bless you.